Hello, it's Cameron. Welcome back to another episode of This Might Be Helpful. I sincerely hope that it is, at least for me. They often are. It's good to have a space of expression where things can come from your heart. And often we need to coax our heart to the surface, you know, be able to speak from our chest. And I mean that in as literal a way as I can, whilst understanding that it is the mouth that does the talking. But when the heart f forms the energy of that talking, that's when the magic happens. Getting out of the constant intellectualization of the mind and speaking from the body. So that's what this space is for me. And today I'm speaking from the body about multi-passionate people and multi-potentialites. They definitely are kind of one and the same. But before we dive in, I would like to thank today's sponsor of the podcast, me. If you would like to work in a one-to-one -one setting with me on the contents of the following podcast, then you can find the link in the description below. I look forward to meeting you. And if you don't want to do it, that's cool too. I believe in all of your potential and all of your power. A multi-potentialite is a divergent individual with an insatiable curiosity that takes on many side quests. And this side quest explorer makes a life out of those side quests. They become the main mission. Now, I think a lot of the people that will be listening to this can understand already what I'm talking about here because anybody that can follow along and stay in the weird grooves that I get into on this podcast, we're on that wavelength. Anybody that is typical and very specialized in their interest and process and approach, they're probably not listening to this podcast because the tangential thinking, the nonlinear way through which the multi-potentialite operates can be jarring for the more typical presentations to flow with. The multi-potentialite has many interests and many passions. They are easily enthused rather than things in the external being a sole source of passion, the multi-potentialite is the source of passion. And that passion bubbles up to the surface and is expressed and experienced through multiple pathways. This passion is something that it ebbs and it flows like everything else. It's a beautiful contradiction. It's the pendulum between exhilaration and despair, between inspiration and catastrophic overwhelm. It is this contradiction, this contract of contrast that makes a multi-potentialite existence so worthy because it's not without suffering, but no life is. So we might as well suffer for something that we choose. And that can be many things. The multi-potentialite is diverse in their interests, diverse in their passion, and diverse in their skill set. When 
presented with something that triggers that curiosity, it is easy to develop that interest further and craft entire new arrays of tools and abilities. This makes the multi-potentialite quite an adaptable and flexible individual when it comes to the workforce. The other side of that, though, is that if that interest is not there, suffering. To do things that the multi-passionate person is not interested in clamps down on some part of the soul that makes it challenging to deal with the monotony of conventional structure. And this is with things that they are passionate about too, because things spark and then the spark carries over and creates an ember somewhere else. When the fire of passion, the fire of life is elsewhere, things that we were interested in and were lit up about kind of lose their shimmer. Doesn't mean it doesn't come back, but the multi-potentialite brain wants what it wants. Sometimes it doesn't know what it wants because there are so many things that it wants to do. Boredom is not an issue. Right? The challenge is, oh my goodness, there are so many things to do right now. What should I do? What can I do? And this can invariably lead to a state of paralysis. And so the multi-passionate person has to regulate, be able to get back into the body because so much is occurring in the mind that we can give the mind too much to do. Like, it wasn't designed to do everything all the time, all at once. It really was built to be in the present moment and deal with whatever was going on here, and we give that subconscious mind a lot to work with, a lot to work on. So when the multi-potentialite gets burned out, it can be challenging because all of the things that they are passionate about and maybe all of the things that they've begun with those passions can become responsibilities when we are not in the right energetic state. Things that excite and inspire, the pendulum can swing and now it's like, oh my God, what have I done? What have I created? What do I do next? How do I manage all of this? And the answer is that you don't manage all of it. We are infinitely curious creatures bound to the finitude of a biological existence. Fact of the matter is we will miss out on almost everything just by nature of our finiteness. And that might be a jarring thing to hear. It might trigger more FOMO, but not if you dig a little deeper. If you get through that FOMO and ask hang on, all right, if I am here to really squeeze the juice out of this experience, squeeze the life out of it, go deep, add to the context of existence, recognizing the finite nature of this existence means that we can more harmonically or accurately align our attention with whatever is our highest passion in that moment. It's less of the drudgery, less of the yes to the things that we're not interested in, the things that we don't want to do, and more of the things that we do want to do. Easier said than done, obviously. <laughs>
But that's why we have podcasts. That's why we have resources. That's why we come together and deepen that context. Because the multi-potentialite, you know, the jack of all, still can't do it all. That's unrealistic. We each have our own unique composition and smattering of skills and ideas and insights and neural connections and still that's not enough to do it all so we have other people community others that have different presentations different connections different skill sets ideas and interests and we harmonize with those people we align ourselves with people who share our values and incentives overarching intentions and missions in life that are then backed up by these individual skill sets that allow us to come together and really leverage that. We spend so much time looking at our weaknesses, things that we're working on, you know, got to do the inner work. Oh, this is going wrong. This is going wrong. I got to do these things, but we neglect our strengths in the process. And with a finite life, where you are guaranteed not to be able to do it all, not to be able to learn it all, is focusing on all of our weaknesses as effective uh, or leverageable as really maximizing our strengths, maximizing our nature, our naturalness, our ease, our flow with leverageable ways of doing things. And this is a really interesting topic that I hope I don't butcher right now, but this is the emergence of a new renaissance. Creativity is exploding because we are no longer governed to individual systems and crafts to express ourselves and to create Historically, everything has come with an opportunity cost. If you want to learn one thing at college or trade school, you then have to spend the time, the money, the attention to learn that thing, and that is at war with other interests that we cannot engage with at the same time because the opportunity cost of one doesn't leave us much cognitive, financial, emotional budget for the others. But now we are faced with means of communication and creation and distribution of our own information that can and do connect us to a global audience, to a global network. Now with the rise of AI, the acquisition of information relevant to your curiosity or passion can now be distilled and given to you in a format that you recognize, a format that you work with, when we speak with AI using our own language and asking questions in the way that we would like to ask them, we receive answers that are really tailored to that question. This is reducing the opportunity cost that it might take us to engage in conventional and linear forms of education. Now we can put in a couple prompts to a website builder that just builds you a website. And all of these things are coming with 
looming costs with serious disruptions to big industries. But with those costs, there is always opportunity too. Because with a bit of fiddling around, the multi-passionate, multi-potentialite person can reduce the opportunity cost of accessing and expressing whatever their current passion is. And along the way, connecting dots between their multidisciplinarian interests and skills in ways that align their experience with what their manifestation will be. I hope this makes sense. I am a multi-passionate, multi-potentialite individual. I struggle to write bios and definitions for what I do because it's an evolving process that can't really be captured in words, not easily, at least. The nature of the multi-passionate person is a iterative evolution of expansion that doesn't easily wear a single hat because the, the shape's changing all the time. Can't find any hats that fit fully, but we can take them on and off and use these hats as needed. The multi-potentialite can really struggle with with family and family understanding their nature. Why can't you just focus on one thing? You have so many things going on. Just pick a lane, pick a thing. Well, you got to go to college and you got to pick a degree. <laughs> this person at the height of their adolescence going into this new world, all of this passion, brimming curiosity, just coming out of them. You have to choose one path and go to college. Because of this, and they often do, we often do go do those things that we're told. It can induce these feelings of loneliness or isolation or feeling on the outside because you are a non-linear person in a linear setting in an institution that implores linear living. And that's okay. Because... The other thing about the multi-potentialite is that you don't know what dots are going to connect until they do, and they always do. Frequently, our curiosity builds these nodes of understanding in our mind, in our body. And these nodes of understanding, over time, connect to each other, and through that connection, they contextualize, they bridge gaps in perception, gaps in knowledge, gaps in understanding. And you never know when you're going to have an experience that adds a little bit of information that connects these two modes of understanding in your mind. It can be something you've heard a hundred times, but somebody says it a little bit differently. And then you go, oh, oh. That aha moment is it's only the bridge between what is already there and when you continue to deepen the context and add to what is there through experience, 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 turning questions into action. 
you become a very diverse individual indeed. Frequently shifting from vocation to vocation, job to job, seeking this novelty that really is the creative energy of the universe, guiding us out of what it learned. It's like, okay, cool. That was nice. I liked that then, but it's now now, so I'm going to go. <laughs> but we always loop back. It's very interesting. Some of you may know this. Some of you may not. I'd say my first, my first passion was music, guitar, and then in my teens, I picked up photography, and that photography was incredible, and I thought, this is my life. I'll do this forever. Turn this into a vocation. Did, tried, you know, experimented, and then got into videography. And video was another thing to add to this, this notch. And then I thought, well, I better have something reasonable and, and prudent and exciting. So I chose nursing. I thought, okay, cool. Well, now I'll be a traveling adventure photographer nurse that can video. And then during uni, interested in plants psychedelics, cannabis. And so I thought, well, let's get into the cannabis industry, be a cannabis nurse. And then because of the photography and the videography, I was able to create a backdoor into the industry by making a podcast where I interviewed people because I knew how to use a camera and do some editing, use social media. So then I put that stuff on LinkedIn because instead of me reaching out to these companies, just let them come to me. And that is, I think, a key point to this multi-potentialite individual. Creating means of expression where other people can tune into your words and tune into your work is important because we needn't reach. You don't need to reach. You can receive. Acting with the intention to work with your highest passion with vigor and diligence and excitement and devotion expressing that to the world for the simple sake of expression fun connection will tune you into the frequency of others who are interested in your ideas your expression your individuality multi Potentialite, multiple potentials of reality. And potential lives in the unknown, in the realm of uncertainty. You cannot reach into that realm and hope to pull something that is not yet into where you are. But you can feel and trust that everything you engage in and align your attention with will increase the probability of that thing emerging in that uncertain realm. Something that expedites that process exponentially is sharing what it is you are doing, whatever it might be. That connection, and through that connection, when people reach out, you find collaboration, you find wisdom, you find people that are and have experienced what you are experiencing. You are not alone. This is important for you to know that you are not alone. The conditions support every idea you've had, everything you've thought, 
which means the conditions exist to support you. That's what these conditions do. They support the emergence of you. With the emergence of the multipotentialite individual comes a person with rapid synthesis of ideas, generally cognitive flexibility and adaptability. I find that the multipotentialite rarely gets stuck on things that are outside of the control, but we can get stuck behind things, self-imposed barriers or self-maintained barriers. You know, like generally accepting that things are the way they are or are the way they might be. You know, we don't get stuck on so many niggly little things of life. Like, oh, they said this and, you know, they did me wrong. It's like, dude, we're here now. That doesn't exist. Let's move on. Go, 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 go. So we don't get stuck on things, but we can get stuck behind things like fear of judgment, fear of being seen, fear of expressing low self-worth or value because of the tendency to jump between different things the stigma associated with that jumping might be lack of discipline. This person's lazy. They can't stick with one thing. Maybe they are not meant to. They're not meant to. If you don't have a single calling, it's probably because that's entirely unrealistic for your presentation. It could be labeled irresponsible, afraid to commit. It's like, no, I'm just interested in a lot of things and pretty adaptable diverse so I go where I want to go and the uncertainty is a part of dealing with that but recognizing that that uncertainty is possibility and potential and that whatever you do now plants seeds you know throws out signals to that realm that are attractor patterns and they just they beam it into you son that manifestation is something that when it arises it might not be the visual manifestation that we you know have come across because that's more of a subconscious generated thing than the subconscious is really you know right about now but the energetic feeling like the feeling oh i recognize this feeling this is that thing that i felt when i was engaging in that activity when i was making that decision acting on that passion and now it has emerged in the physical realm in front of me to be with me, <laughs> to be here. If you are a multi-potentialite and you are listening to this thinking, wow, yeah, sure does and stuff. I know that it can be challenging and isolating and uncertain and stressful. That's part of the game. We learn to regulate all of those things through our perspective, changing how we feel in the moment, regulating our nervous systems, and being present. Because there might be a million things that you want to do and will do, but all that is is what is right now. And when we feel the overwhelm, the overstimulation, or the press pressures from society or family to conform and pick a thing it's okay to pick a thing it's okay to get a job and do what you want to do do what needs to be done giving yourself security and a buffer from the chaos of the external world we don't have to turn 
every passion into a hustle. We don't have to know how it is we're going to monetize anything. Just know that we must create space for the expression of that passion in whatever way it is most cold to in that moment that will not lead you astray. Trust the process. The path emerges step by step, as do you. <laughs> if you enjoyed today's podcast, please leave a review, click those stars, share with your buddy, text it to your mom. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.